0: Welcome to the Dork Forest. Jackie and her pals will never, never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make, make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the Dork Forest and dork out for a while. while. Happy New Year! Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. You're listening to the Dork Forest. It is available on all of the websites, and including iTunes and Stitcher and... YouTube, and if you go to dorkforest.com or jackiecation.com, you'll find links to all of it. And then I have another podcast with Laurie Kilmartin just about stand-up comedy. But this is the Dork Forest, and it's January 2020, so Happy New Year, and feel free to start donating again. That's right. Donations went off last year, and I don't blame you, but uh, think of me. And PayPal will let you do it monthly if you want, but I understand if you don't want, because monthly is... Um, is its own commitment. But the people who do do it monthly, ha I said doo-doo. Uh, I totally appreciate that. But there is also going to be new merch. I'm phasing out one of the uh, Dork Forest t-shirts. I think it's the black one. It might be the green one. The green one's almost completely out of stock, so I think it might be the Dork Forest one itself. But uh, feel free to try and order stuff so that I can get those two new shirts on the website because right now the merch page is... A bit crowded, shall we say. By the way, my website is done by Vilmos. You know that. The song that was just sang was composed by Mike Rickberg. He'll sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. And Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio and has been doing it for these many years. And I genuinely appreciate that about him uh, so much. The new shirts are going to be a shirt with a bunch of my dad's sayings and a drawing of his face (laughs) on... Uh, that Jenny Fine did, and Jenny Fine, of course, was the uh, artist who did the Meat Shield t-shirt, and she also did the art for the Horcrux album and DVD. You can get all of uh, my old merch still at jackycation.com, and the new merch, feel free to email me, Jackie at jackycation.com, and we'll figure it out, is what I'm saying. Um, I'm going to record a new album in 2020, but I don't know where or when. Uh, Feel free to come and watch me work on the new hour. At JackieCation.com has all my tour dates, and at JackieCation on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. There's also a Dork Forest Ranger page that you can get into. Donations, PayPal, Venmo, do whatever you need to do. But I'm very appreciative of everybody's support over the last 13 years. Let's get into some dorkdoms, shall we? Hey, it's JackieCation. I'm in my living room. Uh, Leah Mansfield... Let us meet again and again, shall we? (laughs) It's nice to meet you. It's (laughs) nice to meet you again. Again. We have
1: met... Uh, the first time we met was like in 2010. Sure. It's been yeah. 10 years yeah, that we've been
0: meeting. I don't remember. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> and you don't remember. Right. So this is perfect. Who told us? Who told us that we uh, met in 2010? Gretchen Hess. Oh, she was the one? Who she knew? was the one. She was the middle for you one time. Well, that'll happen. Yeah. Uh, sure wish I remembered Gretchen <laughs> Hess.
1: She sounds very nice. She is. She's cool aid She took me on all my earliest road gigs.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah, Leah Mansfield, stand-up comedy, by the way. Yes. Uh, your comic, you could be found on Instagram and uh, Twitter at your name, mm-hmm. which is L-E-A-H-M-A-N-S-F-I-E-L-D, Leah Mansfield. Mm-hmm. Where'd you come up? Where did you start doing stand-up? I started in Denver. Oh. I did my open
1: mic time in Denver. I started back in 2005. Okay, nice. And I'm a very slow person. I'm very slow. So I didn't do my first... I didn't start like opening, like doing
0: hosting gigs right. until I was like three years in. And then I didn't You know do... what that makes me? Happy. Because uh, <laughs> I, as much as I love the people who just jump right in, and the woman who who emceed for me at in Vermont two weeks ago, she was like, yeah, I've been doing it five months. Oh my god! And I was terrified.
1: Yes, and, five uh, months. How do you even... It turns
0: me? out she was great. She okay, was good. fine. Uh, she wasn't doing a lot of time which I thank the club for, uh, because, but she was, the five that she, the seven that she did (laughs) was good. Good. Yeah. So, but five months is so early. It's so start. early. You don't even, it's like. But I think she did sketch and uh, improv for a long time before okay. that, which will help. That does really help. Right. Because at least really you help. know how to milk the goodwill of the audience. Yes. And get and through it's, the set. It's, it's, most of hosting is just like, hey, we're all here together. Are you Let's ready? Let's all get pointed in the yeah. same direction. Yeah. And then here's some jokes. Yeah. I'm a huge fan here's of some... also here's some jokes.
1: Yeah. Here's an example <laughs> of what you'll hear for the next hour and a half.
0: Yes. And um, hopefully you Only enjoy... they keep getting better. right. As Hopefully it goes on. They will get better and better. Yeah. And then um so Instagram is where people if they want to find your stand up and see your personal life.
1: Yes, I am <laughs> that am. The way Yes. At the same time. Um they are mixed. My dog also has an Instagram that is no comedy, just personal life. And the only reason to get an animal Instagram, and I know people hate this, but the best reason to get an animal Instagram is when you yes. get tired of humans. Oh, okay. You go, which happens to me all the time, you go over to your puppy Instagram and yeah. you hit the search button and then it's just puppies. Just puppies and puppies, no humans, just puppies and you can scroll off of your
0: own puppy Instagram yeah. or just in life. Yeah, um, Or is there a off hashtag my,
1: off my puppy Instagram. So okay. my dog Willow has an Instagram cuz she's cute. She's stupid, but she's cute. And so when you go to the search button or you look in her feed, it's just dogs. It looks like a bunch of dogs did selfies and posted them for each other. It's the most adorable and wonderful escape
0: from humanity. And relief.
1: Just a a beautiful relief. Yeah, it's just a bunch of dogs resting, taking selfies, and then posting
0: it for their dog friends. That's all it is. It's great. That is hilarious. Yes. Uh, What is your dog? Your dog is Willow. So what's the dog's Instagram? Uh, Willow Bean the dog. Willow Bean The dog. She's a chihuahua.
1: She's like 10 pounds. Sure. And then I have an older guy. He's 13 and he's like... 20, he's like 22 pounds, and his tumors are probably like five pounds.
0: Okay, yeah, that'll so happen. He's, uh, yeah,
1: they they keep getting bigger, and his regular body gets smaller. Right, right. Um, he's, he's the same size. Yeah, he's an old guy. Yeah, so he's too a... ugly for Instagram. So only Willow has an Instagram.
0: Oh, oh, the rage that is just flowing back through the through the. Nobody's too ugly for Instagram. Too <laughs> too too dog. For There's, dog. Dog. There's not a dog who's too. U- anyway, so Leah yeah. Mansfield, uh, I we met again. Because yes. I had Tom Tran on. Yes. And Tom Tran was talking about how he goes around with people who are in the service mm-hmm. and does stand-up comedy for Armed Forces Entertainment. Yeah, he totally does. And he didn't have any women. And it's yep. all men. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, hey, man, uh, do you know any women? Did Are, did, are no women uh, veterans doing stand-up? And he was like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And so uh, Maria Bamford, I just asked comics if yeah. they knew any women um, veterans who were doing stand up, yeah. and so I got and many. Maria Bamford, who's not a veteran, clearly not a veteran. No, no. Well, uh, she's a veteran in the best of, way of her own. Best way. Yes, of her that's own fine. That's fine.
1: <laughs> a veteran in the best way, not a veteran in the best way, but uh, she knows more veterans than no. Tom has. Well, Women veterans.
0: Well, what she did was she freaking tweeted it out, and I was like, "Oh, okay, all right. Now I've become a conduit, and uh, and I could be a conduit." And Tom eventually said. This is great that you're a conduit. There's a guy who books this thing. Allow me to give you his email. And I was like, yes, yes. just do that because then I will. Then it'll all work out. But, um, but that—that's how we met because yeah. you are a veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank I you am. for your willingness to serve. <laughs> I never say thank you for your service because yeah, I always I don't do anything. Uh, I wonder if they were a shitty service person. Yes, but I do wonder. Uh, I do There's always, a lot of shitty service people. Well, I'm, I'm happy that everyone's willing to serve because I was right. not. Yeah. That's, I, uh, I
1: really thought it was going to be my career. I thought I was in love with the military since I was a little kid. I always wanted to fly. And uh, yeah, and then I got into the real military and I'm like, what a bunch of pieces of
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, it turns out, and I did not know this until I started doing more of these tours, uh, which is, um, it's a job. And it turns out sometimes you work with people you don't like. And for the most part, I mean, and literally I have met, you know, you know, as you go around, you meet and and everyone's super nice. And most people got into it because they wanted to be of service, but then you'll meet Kevin or, or whatever, Bill or whatever. And Bill's the guy who's like, you're only safe when you're with me. You're going to want to touch this muscle, right? You want to always be in in contact with this bicep right here. And even his buddies are like, yeah, Kevin's a lot. Uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for alleviating the boredom that is our lives. And so. Yes, yes.
1: Um, yeah, I, uh, I so did so. you were in so. the Air Force. I
0: was. I was in the Air Force. I joined
1: the Air Force because I grew up in a Navy town. Okay. Which one? And Bremerton, Washington. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Washington
0: State? Yes. Okay. Up in
1: the corner by Canada. I always say we're like kind of Canadian-ish.
0: Oh, that's pretty Canadian-ish. Yeah,
1: we're like super nice, but not all the healthcare. Mm. So that's what...
0: It's God's but country just, just but everyone miles is away, sick. Yeah. Miles away you could just yeah. jump over the border yeah, and get Yeah, you really could. You could. You can
1: start drinking at 19 in Canada. It's just overall better in Canada. <laughs> um and it's just as pretty as western Washington. Like if I had been smart, I would have bought property in Canada years ago. Right. Uh so then then when Trump was elected, I could have like legitimately followed through on my threat to leave.
0: <laughs> oh, fair enough. It's yeah. uh yeah, it uh, I'm always uh Okay, so what? Let's get back to because the thing is, is so you went into the Air Force and your Dorkdom mm-hmm. is nuclear weapons. Yes, <laughs> I
1: here is what you fill out this form fifty three when you are a senior in college called a dream sheet, and on this dream sheet, this is what I put: aircraft maintenance. Okay, I put supply. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I put transportation. I put security forces, which is the cops. Mm-hmm. All the most boring travel, lots of enlisted people. Yeah, Nobody yeah. wants to do these jobs. They didn't. They didn't give it to me. They put me in nuclear weapons.
0: Oh, that's interesting, which yeah. was exciting. Or, or could have oh, been. No. Yeah, it could have been.
1: I went home and cried to be honest. I cried a lot. I was uh, not a very good officer because <laughs> no one wants to like be cried at You know, in the military. Right. That is a that's weird a...
0: disciplinary uh, <laughs> yeah. plan. It's a management skill yeah. that really is. That's the one that they have, they're afraid women are going to do. Yes, You're just and I
1: did it all me. the time. I just would cry <laughs> and then... They feel that, okay, I'll change my behavior. I'm like, yeah, do you want to see this? No,
0: (laughs) you don't. So you were an officer. I was. How did that happen? How do you get to be an officer? Uh, I thought you had to either go to college or do do, something. You do. Okay.
1: I went to the University of Washington. Uh, Uh, ROTC? I Uh, did ROTC, yes. Okay. Um, I went to boot camp when I was 19. I went back to boot camp when I was 20 to be an instructor. I okay. think about that now. I'm like, I was 20 years old and I was just screaming at these kids who were mostly older than me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I was like uh, like the boot camp instructor in the movies where you, you wake them up, you put them to bed and you scream right, at them but why were the... they older
0: than you? I Because mean, anyone... I was just
1: so young for my age. Like, for my grade, a junior in college, I was only 20.
0: Right, but I would think that, um, who's enlisting over the age of 20? You're just like... Dude, you would be surprised. I am surprised.
1: People have like a twenty-something crisis. Yeah, and they're like, "I am a loser. I have no skills. Right. I'm tired of this town." Right, and then they go to the recruiter's office, and they're like, "Make me a better person." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, we can't do that, but we can give you this uniform <laughs> right. and tell you to point a gun in this direction, <laughs> right,
0: and to run, yes, and yeah. To make you You'll run. get in shape.
1: Yeah. Uh, you will. And there is something about the camaraderie of uh, everyone's wearing the same thing, everyone's going through the same thing, right. There is that team building right. things, which D- uh, s- stress is huge. does. Bind people together. Right. So like when you go through the stress together, even if it's imaginary, this is all imaginary stress. Right. Nuclear weapons is an entirely made up stressful career field. really, Because there's no... We're not launching them. There's no right. like mission where we go out and use them.
0: Right. There's no no even trying them no. out. The, no. the, well, we're done. We're done testing them, aren't we?
1: We are done testing nuclear warheads. Okay. However, we test the down stages still. So the rocket, the the nuke sits on the top. Okay. This is where we can get into real nerdy stuff. Yeah, let's do it. So every three months, uh, there's a thing called a the the slang term is called a foot shot, and it's basically where an entire crew which means maintainers, the uh, the launchers, the security forces. There's like a group of them assigned. And okay. every three months they go out to Vandenberg Air Force Base. And they drop. Where's the- that? california
0: okay so do you know where so it's like a team it's like a, a, a team goes out with with a project
1: right and every three months every three months and they pull a different one from each squadron so okay one squadron only gets one every couple of years okay you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. it's not like one person's doing going on but they pull a nuke out of the hole they take it to california okay they rebuild the whole downstage okay Because Just they to make want sure it works make, yeah to make sure it works right now would it work in war? See, we don't know because every time they do it, they rebuild the whole thing. Okay, so like, the ones that are just sitting in the hole,
0: who knows? You know right. what I mean? But, uh, so So there's like a maintenance schedule, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, totally. You're like because I know that North Dakota has the most silos, and if they were their own country, they would be like the third most yeah uh, powerful country in the world or some yes. some damn thing. Just um,
1: yeah. My not North Dakota has sure. four squadrons
0: left. Why not my not? Freezes the reason. <laughs> I don't think I saw that one. I've played Minot a bunch yeah. of times because I'm yeah. a Minneapolis comic. Yeah. And so that oh, was as far right, west right, right, as right, I right, would right, get, right, right. right?
1: Yeah. Why not Minot? Freezing's the reason. Um,
0: That's funny. Let's have yeah.
1: a let's drink a beverage. Yeah, let's do it. Hey,
0: Rangers. I'm uh, here with Leah Mansfield. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> um, yes, they have four squadrons left. There are 10 nukes in each squadron, uh, giving them 40 nuclear warheads, which is more than most countries on Earth. Yeah. Um, Montana and... Now, it's Montana has three squadrons. And then F.E. Warren, where I was stationed, is actually... The base is in Wyoming. Okay. But the missiles are in the tri-state area of Wyoming, Nebraska, Colorado. Okay. So the squadron 9 was in 319th. It was mostly Wyoming, Nebraska. Okay. And then the 320, 320th uh, is mostly Nebraska. They have the farthest site, which oh. is India Launch Control Center. And that's where I served on... if you want to talk about 9-11 in the nuclear world.
0: Uh, What, uh, what, these are all, this is all information that you're giving me, but I don't know what it means. Oh, okay. So you're in, you're. Ca- you're camped, <laughs> yeah, in okay. Wyoming. So I, and I, then, I brought a map for you. Okay. So you can't see this on the
1: podcast, but I brought her a map of but the tri-state area. But once I understand area.
0: it, I'll be able to help.
1: Yes. So, okay. so here's the base. There's the base in in the middle of Wyoming. In the well, it's like in the southeast corner. Okay. So this is just the corner. Um, okay. Caspers to the north, and Laramie's to the west. Okay. And so here are the different uh, flights. So this is one squadron. This was my squadron. Um, this is anyone that says zero one after mm-hmm. it. That's where the missileers sit underground. There's a house. Okay. Uh, they have cops there. There's a guy who's a cook. That's his whole job is a cook for everybody.
0: Right. And, and so the, essentially the, the, where, where the ones are is where the bomb itself is. No.
1: Now, the th- opposite. It's where you, the command control center for the bomb. Oh, okay. They're all
0: remotely controlled. Okay. And so like- They're all remotely controlled? Yeah. That's not, didn't we find out that that was, there was some trouble there with the Whopper? War games? (laughs) Anyway, did nobody see War games? Did nobody internalize War games? games? Oh my
1: gosh. We could talk about that too, because the introduction of that movie- Yeah. Was two missileers going out on alert. That's what I did.
0: Okay. So that was my job. Your job was to sit in- yeah, that and, was and and watch the bomb be, and babysit I a bomb? I was
1: the key, sir. That was my job. Okay, so when you, when you when it opens, first of all, it's at night. That never happens. You only drive during the day. Uh, there's a snowstorm. That never happens. That's called uh, like a uh, road condition red, and everyone who's on alert just has to stay there. And if it's oh. an extra day or extra two days or extra three days, tough luck.
0: Oh, oh, the, they they don't swap. They leave the people in charge. Yeah. If it's uh, all, snowing. Overnight, especially yeah. if there's a giant storm. They're like, yes. no, no, we're not going to relieve you of your duty. No. One of the problems is is, is you signed up to just stick it out. Yeah. And, and you just so have to stay there. You, you just, will continue to stink worse and worse. Right. And you'll just watch TV and you'll like it. Like and right. You'll, yeah. you'll, Someone you'll, will come get you when the roads are clear. Exactly. Yes. So that's the whole plan. Yes. So, okay. And they and they never, uh, it it's always an overnight uh, shift. You yeah. never switch shifts in the middle of the night. No, not
1: unless someone uh, is medically. Oh, has to be removed. Has to be
0: removed. We had a guy that had to be
1: removed by helicopter once, and I had to go in and relieve him because I was the backup commander. Mm -hmm. And so I had to drive. I was about to leave for a party in Fort Collins. I was so mad, and (laughs) this guy almost had a brain aneurysm and passed out. What an idiot! I know. What a dick! Messing up my party with his brain aneurysm. (laughs) So I I drove to the base. It was dark already they had they had ginned up a new de- uh deputy to go out with me and we okay. we're like we're just going to take the whole crew cuz they've gone upstairs. They had when the once the commander passes out uh you basically have broken the two concept rule which is an important like two people have to be awake or uh you can sleep because you're not unconscious. Yeah. You're like wakeable. Okay. But once you pass out from a medical condition, yeah yeah then that gets reported all the way to the chairman of the joint chiefs of staff. Okay. So that night they woke up the president. Right. Well, I'm driving to Cheyenne to relieve this guy. <laughs> right. Uh, and how
0: many people are in the silo or in in the place where you're babysitting the, the bomb? Yeah. Launch Control Center. Yep. Uh, well, that's, two, that's, yeah. the right <laughs> that's the name. That's the right name. That's
1: the name. It's two people. Okay. And they pull a 24-hour shift together. And one of them's in charge. Yes. The commander okay. is there's in charge. There's a commander and then commander there's... Commander
0: and a deputy. And a deputy. Got it. Yep. Okay.
1: And so you start, you always come in as a deputy. Mm -hmm. Um, I trained for two years as a deputy because I spent one year as an instructor. Okay. And then I upgraded at two years, which is kind of late. But when I did my upgrade, I was so good that nobody was worried.
0: Like I I flew through all my stuff and it was no big deal. Um, What did you, do you have to just take tests and and sort of the writtens? There's a, there's
1: (laughs) a, there's a a full mock-up simulator. There's three of them. Okay. Full mock-up simulator of the nuclear launch control center. Oh, okay. And they bring you and your crew partner in and you spend four hours every month sitting in this, they call it the trainer. Yeah. And they do, they throw, they, you know, pretend fires and security situations and missile tests and uh, things go wrong with the missile. And then, so there's, it's kind of broken up into two parts. First part's all like fires and maintenance and making okay. sure you know how to process a guy on, onto the site to like oh, okay. come and do maintenance. Cause it's very complicated to get a guy in with the nuke to fix it. Right. You need a whole team of people and there's like this team only has this password and this team only has this password. Right. And you need both teams to open the thing. Right. Right. So that, that makes
0: that makes perfect sense. Right. Everything right. is like that. in nukes. So, so you yeah. have to
1: have two people for everything. Yeah. So when one person passes out, then the other person shuts down the console, goes upstairs because you can't have one person no. uh alone in a situation where there's not a second person available. Right. Right.
0: Because so. that person couldn't work both keys. Could they work both keys? There's things Can you reach? There's no. Okay.
1: Probably not. You now there's been launch studies done. Okay. Like there's enough stuff in the capsule for mm-hmm. you to make a thing that turns them all at once. Oh, okay. But no one's gonna do that because right. there's other capsules on the same network as you watching right. your status and you're watching their status all the time. You're all watching each other all the time.
0: Okay. So there's so somebody else of... sees
1: this status and they can shut it down from their capsule. Oh, okay. So if
0: one guy goes rogue, right. It doesn't matter. If you decide to go mad, uh, people <laughs> yeah. will
1: notice. You'll spend your life in jail. <laughs> right. Cause they're going to catch you. There's no escape from the capsule. <laughs> you're literally trapped underground.
0: Are you locked underground essentially? Um, or is it an elevator? You're supposed to
1: be, there is an elevator, but there's okay. also a stairway. So, Yeah, when you go on, there's a big house. They have a garage. Okay. They have a basketball court.
0: Okay. So there can be some downtime.
1: Yeah, yeah. The other guys that are out there, there's a cook. There's a facility manager. He's like an enlisted sergeant, and he's kind of in charge of the facility. Okay. So, like, making sure everything works on the facility, that the oven works, and that it's clean, and uh, the vehicles are gassed up. And, like, that's his job is to make sure all that stuff is good. And then there's six cops and they'll all eight of those people spend three days out there, but they're oh. above ground and they work 12 hours a day. Okay. And then the other 12 hours, they're just stuck out there so they can play basketball or watch TV or video play pool or video or, yeah. games or whatever else, right. sleep, you know. Um, but they work 12 hour shifts for three days and then okay. they go home and they have three days off. Oh, okay. So it's not really that bad. It's not hard work. It's just boring and,
0: right it's just tedious kind it's of. tedious yeah you're yeah. just doing the
1: same thing over and, and you over don't and over want and it
0: again. to be exciting because then right. someone will have blown up a giant nuke yes and
1: for yeah. us or um like we had a couple really fun stories they're fun now right. um
0: we had <laughs> sure. uh, yeah, yeah yeah and then no one died yeah yeah, yeah. That's those stories sometimes they die yeah um, let's hear it uh
1: so one time i was not on alert for this but my friend who was a cop was on alert okay she was uh she was upstairs in the same squadron these three nuns uh were protesting nuclear weapons.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know how nuns do. I, nuns do. I've been there. I've yeah. protested nukes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm not above it. Yeah. I, I've been I've been doing this yeah. shit since the early eighties. <laughs> Let's get in on it. Seventy so, eight. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. Go ahead. Oh
1: good. You know, I wish they'd never been invented. I know enough about nukes to know they should never have been invented.
0: Well it's I I think the guy who invented them was like, Oh, this was an error. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: I have become death, the destroyer of worlds and he's like well, shit.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, there's no way to put them back in the box though, right? I mean, you can't you can't get rid of the um, the tech. Yeah. That's
1: the problem with technology is you would literally have to destroy the earth and every bit of knowledge of nuclear weapons and start humanity over again.
0: Right. Which uh Which I read could... a Canticle for yeah, Lewitz. I, mean, I
1: know what's happening. I mean, I think if that was going to happen I'd move to New Mexico. That's statistically the safest state. For
0: oh, really? Nuclear for nuclear weapons launch, yeah. Why is that? I, um, it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs>
1: it's in the middle of nowhere, but also, um, <clears throat> I think it's the farthest from like actual target sites in the United States. No major cities and no major, we're back to war games. Yeah. So you
0: want to be by Seattle? <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> yeah. You're gone in a Actually, flash Seattle, of light. Yes. Yes. Seattle
1: is going up in a flashlight. LA is going up in a flash of light. Um, you don't want to live in a post-nuclear world. People always talk about the apocalypse. I'm like, the only thing I would be doing is hunting down fentanyl. That's it. What is fentanyl? It's like souped up heroin. Oh, okay, I would just be doing drugs until I killed myself if there was an apocalypse. I'm not. I'm not going out to band together survivors right and, and fight deal with radiation sickness and 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 put off rape. No, I'm not doing any of that. I'm just doing heroin and wow, I'm checking out. That's yeah. interesting.
0: It's a it's 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 sort of. I I picture sort of. That's what Tank Girl said. And Jet mm-hmm. Girl. Did you read that? No. Tank Girl and and Tank Girl is it lives in a post apocalyptic and she just wants to get all uh, junked up and stuff and then. She runs into people that are in trouble. It oh, turns out gosh. she's Jack Reacher. You know, that's she's what not would happen looking, to that's me. That's what would happen to you. That's what would happen to me. You're I'd not just looking, looking for, for heroine. And then... <sighs> But then you would have to help somebody because you're like, no, that's actually not cool to do that.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and, and then, then I'd be like, well, I actually know where stuff for survival is. I guess if we just <laughs> go this way and not do heroin. Fine. Do you have we'll any heroin right. as we
0: walk over there? <laughs> anything? Is there do, What anything? Opium? Just has some sort of huge <laughs> weed on... Is anything at this point. I would
1: take a <laughs> bottle of whiskey. <laughs> a hammer? Oh, God, I something? would. I would be such an alcoholic in the apocalypse for sure. All well. I would need to do is raid one beverage. Bevmo, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Bevmo, mediocre though. The, yeah. The be- the Would you care though? Well, no, you wouldn't, because uh, the thing, the weird thing about Bevmo, and I digress. I know that it's fine. It's cool. And so, let me tell you something about Bevmo. Okay. Is that you think it's going to be great? Yeah. You really do, because yeah. that's their whole plan. That right? one
1: cent wine thing, where you buy a bottle of wine and get the next one for a cent. Uh,
0: that sounds like a great deal. But here's, but here's where I'm at. Like. Have you ever gone in going, there's an amazing soda or a a very rare beer. Mm -hmm. I Mm bet you they'll have it at Mm -hmm. BevMo. Not a a fancy wine, but like a weird beer or a fancy soda. And you walk in and you're like, fucking... Die Coke is six bucks a twelve pack year, too. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, it's, I mean it doesn't make any. Oh, but they have
1: limes. Like I couldn't get those anywhere. They don't sell. They don't sell limes anywhere. I couldn't just pick one off the street walking by.
0: Right here we are in Los Angeles. There's a key lime tree right down the block from us that Andy is constantly picking from. Oh, that's and amazing. And I'm like, uh what are we doing with these? And he's like, we're going to do something with them. And then we don't, yeah. but God love them.
1: Yeah. No, he loves the
0: idea of the key lime. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, if you have access to
0: one, mm-hmm. yeah, we have access to it. Like we have an orange, we have a Valencia orange tree and a Meyer lemon tree in our backyard. I have a Meyer lemon tree as well. I'm pretty excited. It's just that, produces this lemon. This guy has, um, a, a, uh, pomelo, which is a grapefruit. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. The big yellow yeah. ones. Um, and then this guy over here, he's got peaches. And he's got pomegranates, and I have your address now, so I can just and now come you have over my in the address, middle Come on, of the night on over and, and just steal help yourself. Everyone's fruit, uh, except for the fact you won't be stealing; you'll be helping. And uh, <laughs> though
1: they're... I'll come over during the day. Then yeah. that'll be actually
0: better for me because I like <laughs> right, to be don't drive at in a night. snowstorm. <laughs>
1: it's uh, so okay. So if we get a snowstorm, that's it. We're we're we are in nuclear winter. Yeah, like something bad has happened, and we should probably abandon Hollywood at that point. Well, it's going to be done.
0: That's okay. I mean, I've, I've it's it's uh, ironic that I live here because I never cared about the weather in Wisconsin and really? Minnesota. I didn't mind oh, it at all. I Hated it. Didn't you? Didn't like it? Oh, I lived in Minnesota for two and a
1: half years because I had been in Vegas as a blackjack dealer, and what's happening,
0: Leo Mansfield. I know. We've waited off. What, yeah, we waited wait, way well, off. Well, let, 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 let me just get some some. Um, how long were you in the service? When did you join? Uh, Ninety nine oh four. Okay, so I was
1: in for like nine eleven. Pre nine eleven was actually. <laughs> I was there for
0: nine eleven. You guys, I was there. It was like I, was. I got to see the Stones once. I anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. I
1: was like, oh my god, I checked out a truck and drove to Nebraska on nine eleven. It was real
0: exciting. Did you? Yeah. What was the what was what was nine eleven like for the for the nuclear uh, air force people?
1: Um, the great question, I was a deputy and at the time I was in an instructor in the instructor shop. So that means they only had two alerts a month instead of eight. Normally you have eight 24 hour shifts a month. And okay. You, you go out, you come back the next day, you have a day off. Okay. And you do that eight times. Yeah. And then you also have training. You have like. Emergency war order training, which is all your classified Like, you literally have your classroom in a vault. Okay. And then you have weapon system training. That's all unclassified stuff. That's, like, how your weapon system works in security situations. Uh, you have your monthly trainer ride. Um, and then, like, any certifications or, in, you know, inspections that are coming up, you'll have extra stuff. Okay. Um, but because
0: you were training at the time, you only I was had training two of those. It's
1: two, but I j- it just happened to be on 9 11. Okay. Which is really good because that weekend, it was the weekend after Labor Day. Yeah. And the weekend of Labor Day, I went with my friend John and drove to Oregon. Okay. Which is totally against the rules. I was literally AWOL. And not like, you know, I had the time off. I wasn't do right. win for anything but you weren't They're supposed like, to go that far i wasn't supposed to go that far so if nine eleven had been instead 9-9
0: yeah i i would have been in so much trouble because did they call Oregon. everybody back yeah. to the bases yeah they were like it doesn't matter where you are everybody yeah. come to the bases because we yeah. don't know what's going to happen yeah we
1: well, was report to like phone report mm-hmm. and then be at your house okay be ready so it wasn't like don't come to base they sent all non-essential personnel home okay so like i so early in the morning Uh, Because, you know, the first plane hit like nine something New York time. Right. So I'm uh, in Wyoming and I go to check out the truck and the sergeant in the transportation squadron is like, hey, lieutenant, you got to come check this out. Okay. A plane just flew into the World Trade Center. Right. And I thought like, oh, a
0: Cessna's off course? This will be an interesting news story. It was a It was 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 a crash. It wasn't a purposeful.
1: Right. At the time, it was still just like, huh, that's interesting. And then I saw (laughs) it and I was like. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. I go, I go. that's the smartest form of terrorism I've ever seen. And then I went back and I finished checking out the truck. Our first meeting, the second plane hit. Our second meeting, the Pentagon hit. Right. And then at that point, they shut the base down. They put us all in this windowless room. Okay. And sent all non-essential personnel home. And then they convened at the wing command post. And we just had to sit in this windowless room and watch the coverage. Like, There's like 40 of us in uniform, just like. Watching television.
0: Watching the news that's where that's yeah. where you got your information that's the where I got, ins- I got my i got my information i Literally. was sitting in north hollywood mm-hmm. uh with two other comedians yeah and uh we watched a lot of um coverage and then at one point it would then cut to local coverage like what were we doing locally right to handle it Which and nothing right well it's los angeles and so i guess oh, okay, um it yeah. was very funny because uh, disneyland got shut down and they were checking um cars and stuff. And Jim Wooster, who has been on the program and is one of my oldest friends, said, uh, God, Los Angeles is hilarious. No one cares about <laughs> Los Angeles. What are you what, what are you doing?" Anyway, so. Uh, if this makes you feel any better mm-hmm. or maybe way worse,
1: <laughs> um, we did get a classified report. Mm-hmm. I assume it's been unclassified. If not, it is now. <laughs> uh, uh, we got a classified report when things were still a jumble and we were still just getting information that there was a plane that they suspected that was inbound to Los Angeles and yeah. it got headed off by uh, fighter pilots.
0: Oh, fighter pilots. Oh, yeah.
1: there you go. Oh, the fighter pilots were airborne within minutes. Okay, once they grounded all the airplanes, the only thing flying over America were fighter pilots. Okay And um, we got uh, briefings on like where the president was right So they moved him to Nebraska, right because there's an underground like presidential bunker in US. Stratcom, which is the headquarters of all space and nuclear weapons and stuff. Okay so they flew him to Nebraska and he was like flying around on the plane over Nebraska trying to decide if they were gonna land. right And like I remember that happened. Uh, but mostly like they finally came back and they were just like, all right, well, we, we opened up the BX, which is like the department store. Right. You're going to go in the back entrance. Mm-hmm. You're going to purchase what you need for the next three or four days. We don't know how long you're going to be out there. Okay. Purchase extra food because trucks aren't running. So okay. nobody on the MAPS gonna have food. So we went out, we bought food, we bought clothing, like underwear.
0: Oh, socks and underwear. And, yeah. And, and, and for
1: the other crew and stuff too. So they'd okay, have stuff back to change up. in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we just piled out in the trucks and I drove like two and a half hours and then I was out for three and a half days. Okay. So, yeah. And it was really, like, we'd been in the middle of a worldwide exercise. Yeah. Submarines, foreign countries, all these people were involved in this exercise. Completely okay. shut down on 9-11. Okay. So, all the maintenance was shut down. All of the practice, everything was shut down. So, we literally just sat in the <laughs> under the <laughs> <Yeah>. earth. <laughs> waiting to figure out. Just wait. Just watching CNN. And then it would just get to be too much. So, thankfully, we had a... Uh, video cassette player and we just started watching like 16 Candles and Oh, whatever. There's something about Mary like anything (laughs) to just get away from what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Right. I mean the basket, I think there's a basketball, maybe basketball got canceled, but like a couple days after I think they had a, like a rescheduled basketball. Right. 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 There was
0: a lot of things that were like, are we going to continue to live our lives? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, We are. Uh, The interesting thing about all of that is because of how stressful that job is, you need downtime you need to not be thinking about nukes all the time, right? Yes. I mean, 16 Candles is important work. <laughs> I mean, you literally have to. It's it's like, it's like now, right? I yeah. mean, there's so much terrible things going on that you're like, but if I th- only read the news, if I only concentrated on yes. the things that are making me you super sad or infuriated... Be- I would probably kill myself, right? Yeah. Or I would uh, look for heroin.
1: Yeah. And uh... <laughs> well, and it does make you wonder, like, when you think about a historical event like the Hundred Years' War, okay, between France and England.
0: What I rarely th- think of it. Go. What, what hundred years was it? I always forget.
1: Uh, it was like in the 1400s. Okay. Joan of Arc. This is Joan of Arc's big moment with the <laughs> Hundred Years War. Uh, it only lasted a second. They burned her at the stake like immediately. It was quick. She was yeah. only 14 or dude, 15. Dude, if she had been a dude, think how much longer she probably got, would have She would have lasted at
0: least till 19, right? She could have she, been Napoleon. No, no. I think she
1: was, yeah. Oh, she could have lived to be like 30.
0: Yeah. If she had
1: been a man and leading an army saying that God had directed this, yeah. she would be a hero.
0: Right. There would be many more statues. I I was just in France, did not see one Joan of Arc statue. You know where I saw a Joan of Arc statue? Where? Spain. In Spain? Yeah. Of all places.
1: Montserrat has a Joan of Arc statue. What town is that in? It's like this mountain uh, monastery outside of Barcelona. Okay. My girlfriend and I went to Spain and Portugal
0: in November. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. She's... She's rich. I mean, uh, compared to us. Compared to comics? Compared to comics, yeah. She's super rich. I feel pretty rich right now. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I bought these pants yesterday. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know. They were 40% off, but they were still like $200. Do you know (gasps) what that is? These are expensive pants.
1: That's nice. She buys my pants, so I I don't know. Oh, that's nice. What does she do? She is currently on sabbatical, but... She was an executive. She was the vice president of business strategy and development at Fox Next, which was oh. the Fox branch of video. It was like video games and stuff. Oh, nice! And then when the Disney buyout happened, yeah, she it, she had to sell the company that she had put together that to Fox Next video- had
0: bought. Right, right. And then
1: Disney didn't want it, so okay. then she had to help put together the sale. And of course, she had been a banker before, so she had to do the banker's jobs. And, uh, yeah, she went to Yale and Harvard. She does a bunch of, like, money strategy, like, basically figuring she's out. She's that person. Yeah. She's okay.
0: Like, she's, like. She's super smart and she's money smart, but she's also a video game? Uh, or She hates video games, actually. Oh, so,
1: but they make so much
0: money. Oh, so she's an
1: executive. so much money. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. an executive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, video games, I asked her just recently. I'm, like, what's more profitable, video games or movies? And she's, like, oh, video games.
0: Far yeah. more than. Right. Well, movies. do you know why? Because movies, everyone who works in movies belong to a union. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: They do need a video game union they that's similar I. to SAG. Yeah. They're working on it. When that happens, then I'll go write for video games. But like...
0: Right. There's yeah. no there's no money in writing for video... My husband yeah. makes video games for a living. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He's a oh, game designer and a, um, a pro- and a producer. Oh, I keep so. trying
1: to get her to start a company because... Didn't she start a company and they bought it? No, she didn't start it. She, oh, okay, she basically is the strategist who comes in and identifies this company can be profitable. This company can be profitable. This oh, company
0: can be profitable. I saw a movie. Yeah. Wasn't there a movie about that guy who did? It might have been uh, George Clooney. Oh, really? Might have been a George Clooney movie Ooh. where it was supposed to be a comedy, but and he he <laughs> fell. It was dumb. It was up in the air. I think it was called. Yeah, I never. Uh, I never. I never saw that. But, You're uh, not missing a whole lot. It's, no, uh, no. it's a perfectly I, I'm, good movie.
1: I honestly, since my late 30s, have just been catching up on regular movies that everyone should have seen.
0: Oh, you know, wow. There's there's too many movies. There's, I'm, now there's I, too many movies. And I, there's too I, many I good refuse, TV shows. Yeah, I refuse to catch up on anything. Uh, if I hmm. see something, it's just a fluke. Oh. And uh, so I'm not... I watched The Godfather last year. Yeah. I've only seen the first
1: one. Yeah. I've yeah. only seen the first one too. So. Yeah. Uh, I watched
0: I, it for a film class and I was like, I don't know. Cool. It's uh, Look what they did. They did that very well. Yes. They... And everything is done very well, and everything is beautifully acted. But And I have said this, Rangers of the Dork Forest, you know what I'm about to say. I would <laughs> rather die by the means of open water than watch open water. Uh, I, I hate tension so badly, but I would rather act in the Godfather or live through the Godfather or be killed by, by the means Godfather. of the Godfather than uh, watch the Godfather Especially Godfather 2, which yeah, is supposed to be better. To Vegas? <laughs> no, I don't, know. I don't think so. I don't know but the I Godfather, think. I know all the quotes. Yeah. Uh, That's all are, you need. I have to tell you that many people who love the Godfather are listening to this going, what's happening? We haven't seen <laughs> Godfather 2. Because all of my brothers, it's their favorite movie. Anyway.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, and I get it. It's uh, You have to you have to see the original for like just to, to be able to... I feel like moving to LA and wanting to converse in the world of TV and movies means that everyone assumes you have this bedrock of information.
0: Right, right. right. And like some people have a greater what Godfather a deeper... Two is about right, yeah. or and you're you know, going to get don't. all the references and you're going to yeah. get all these things. Um, but yeah. I will say this is there was a very interesting scene in a in a very dumb movie that I thoroughly enjoyed called The Long Shot. Oh, I never saw that one. Charlize nice. Theron. Oh, I and... should see that. She's one of my favorites. <laughs> And um, she's made a lot of lesbians realize important things. (laughs) Important things. She was amazing in Fury Road. (laughs) I did not recognize her in the long shot, but she was there with Seth Rogen and she plays the Secretary of State. And it's this weird romantic comedy that um, I was furious with initially. And then I watched it on an airplane. And I've since owned it and I find it uh, really, yeah. But there's a very, there's a, there was a great scene where she's Secretary of State and he doesn't, um, He's like, well, what do you like to watch? And she's like, I don't get to watch anything, but uh, I read the synopses of everything. And he's like, well, it's not the same. And then she made some reference to Game of Thrones, but like deep, like long box, like she went way in and he was like, yeah, right. And she goes, see, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just reading the synopses is fine. Oh,
1: man. And See, so it's yeah. a it's a cute movie. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, I think I saw a billboard for
0: it, but I haven't actually seen
1: it. She it, was. It's fine. She was just in something I watched, though. Could have been anything. It could
0: have been anything. She, She's oh, working.
1: Bombshell. I watched Bombshell.
0: Oh, I heard that that was good. Actually, it actually is p- pretty good. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, all right. I want to go back. Okay. Yeah. Let's to a nuke on. thing, which is, thing. Okay. Um, which is this, the the when they come in to service the, the oh yeah, yeah yeah the the rockets that shoot the damn thing off. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who's who's doing, they're doing it every three months and they're essentially going through the inventory, right? They're going to every nuke that we have and going, oh, it's, it's time for number seven to be rehauled. Overhauled. Oh, or, is no. that how they do it?
1: No, that's they, too bad because yeah. that's how
0: they should do it. That's how they should do it. No, no, that would no. make sure every, all of them were in working condition.
1: Yeah, I don't know who sets the schedule. Some colonel probably somewhere sets the schedule and is like, We're going to pull from this squadron, and then that squadron
0: all chooses. four of theirs or all three yeah. of theirs.
1: Well, squadrons made up of uh 10. I'm t- sorry, b- 50, 50 nukes. Okay. So if the, say the 321st is, uh, we, we're we going to pull from the 321st this July, then the 321st would be like, all right, let's pick a nuke. And then they would submit, like, we're going to have you take November 05 out okay. of the hole. Um, and then, and they, they prep all that and they, they have it like, I think they have like a standby nuke. I'm not exactly sure where the stages come from if they're not already in the hole, to be honest with you. Okay. So like, if you go to the Air and Space Museum... There is. That's the in first. In D.C. Yeah, that's okay. the first nuclear weapon I ever saw was in <laughs> after I got out. Okay. And the downstage is this huge old rocket, and I I know where they store the warheads because they have a special like thing to store warheads, but I don't know where they get new missiles. So the whole maybe the hole stays empty for for a couple months. I don't think that's true though. I think they they park a new one in there, and then um, when they they take it out to California. They put it in the hole. They strip it down. Okay. They put all new parts on it, new computer, guidance computer, all that kind of stuff. And then they put a dummy warhead on the top. Okay. And then the whole crew launches it like it's a real nuke launch. Okay. And then it fires out at the, there's an atoll out in the Pacific. It's like a, like an uninhabited island. Okay. And they fire all these dummy warheads at this uninhabited island, which has is probably just been shredded to bits over right. time. Right. Right. Um, yeah, and then they have all these computers and and people out in boats that are tracking it and all that, and they can tell you like how accurate the missile was. And okay,
0: so they so they do that, mm-hmm. but they don't use a real warhead. No, and then they 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 use a a, a staging uh, parts of the rocket that have now been used, yes. but they brought the warhead itself to California. No, the warhead goes into. Um,
1: It goes into a weapons storage area. Okay. And it's a special building on nuclear bases that's supposed to be.
0: Impenetrable, right? Just more protect, whatever, right? right. I don't actually care because uh, yeah. I can't stop it or fix it anyway. So, <laughs> but what I am curious about: Special it... forces broke into the building in like three <laughs> minutes. By the way, like
1: it's not—they oh. say it's secure, but it's like special forces uh, could get in there pretty quick.
0: Right, right. But then, what? What do you? You brought a lighter? What are you gonna do? Just <laughs> do a, <laughs> Scrooge? McD- you know, you're just gonna do like an Acme fuse from it and try to <laughs> yeah, blow it up? Yeah. It's—I don't think there. It's I, not even. It doesn't even.
1: That's the funny thing. Is it doesn't even work like that. Like, when you talk about nuclear accidents, yeah. it's almost always the rocket. Okay. It's not the actual, because they're, the way, nu- so it's uh, it's a type of explosion called a thermal nuclear explosion. Okay. The early ones, like the ones in Japan in World War II, are just nuclear explosions. Okay, Because it's a fission only, which is splitting the yeah. atom. Um, fusion is putting two back together. Okay. So, like, nowadays, they, we're on, like an upgraded version it's called a thermonuclear so there is uh, a fusion reaction that happens that creates the material for the fission reaction to split the to split atom. the things which is the actual bomb part okay so they're called thermonuclear because there's a fusion component and a fission component
0: what is the fusion component why it, is it safer to have a fusion component or is it um, just more powerful i think it's more powerful Okay. So, like the.
1: Now, when you look up the size of the bombs used uh, in 1945. Right. They're like 20 kilotons. Okay. Thermonuclear bombs are like 1 million kilotons. They're like. 1 million is kind of high. But, like, um, you basically have to measure. There's two measurements. There's kilotons and megatons. Okay. And. Atomic bombs, the original ones, measured in kilotons. The ones we normally use measured in kilotons, right? Because our weapon systems are more accurate. Yeah. So we would rather have a smaller bomb that is more accurate than a larger bomb that is less accurate. Yes. Right? Sure. However, we are the most advanced. Mm -hmm. So when you consider countries who have nuclear weapons but are not as advanced as ours, Mm -hmm. they have less accurate weapons, which means... Bigger, bigger weapons, weapons. yeah. They're also thermonuclear. They also the original ones were called hydrogen bombs, yeah. And the largest one they ever detonated was fifty megatons, and they the it was by the USSR, okay, Soviet Union. And the Soviet Union was gonna test one that was a hundred, and they determined that it would they, it would rip a hole in the atmosphere. Oh and God! They were like you can't you can't do this. <laughs> fifty is it. This is the top of it. Fifty's ch- the big of it. The biggest one. is the biggest one. Yeah, and. And they've they've you know there's no more testing right
0: like they don't test nuclear warheads anymore
1: I mean some countries it's hard to you know there's or like
0: you don't know what they're doing but um or or you know what yeah, they're doing like, but they're, you can't really stop them
1: right like who, is North who Korea? has nukes oh um well us right Russia right. And all the former Soviet Union stuff, they returned their nuclear stockpile to okay. Russia. So Russia got it all back from the stuff that was like in Ukraine Supposedly. stuff. Supposedly. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly. Right. There are bombers that the Ukraine kept after yeah. the fall. Like there's satellite images and they're just like, they're ours now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still sitting in Ukraine. So, right. Um, so there's us. There's the UK and France. Okay. Uh, right. Or UK and France. Okay. Yep. India,
0: Pakistan. India yep. and Pakistan. I remember that. Yep. China, North Korea. China, and then North Korea.
1: Yeah, North Korea. Now, what they have is very limited. Um, You know, obviously, over 90% of the world's nuclear material is held by the United States and Russia. Right. So 10% is everybody else. Okay. And there's nations they think, like they think Israel is nuclear, but Israel has never declared it. Right. And there was an incident in 1978 where um, satellites that were tracking that part of the earth recorded a double flash. Now, double flash is what is consistent with a nuclear weapons above ground test. Oh, okay. And so they received a double flash and they, everyone was saying this is an Israel-South African joint uh, South nuclear Africa? test. South Africa? South Africa. This is back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And so they think that South Africa was not the one who built the bomb, but was right. providing support. Okay. And that Israel actually built the bomb. Okay. They denied it. They've never to this day...
0: Said that they have
1: nukes. Said that they have nukes, or acknowledged that test. Okay. But since that test, South Africa has denounced all nuclear weapons and said that they will not pursue a nuclear weapons program.
0: Okay. So... Southwest, uh, South Africa has decided. No they nukes. also uh, had to denounce apartheid <laughs> since know. then. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I feel don't like
0: South Africa had some other issues they needed to
1: work on. Other than building a nuclear weapons arsenal, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, oh my but gosh. North Korea has those problems, and they still they don't care, man.
0: Right. Well, but they're more united in their oppression, right? I, I guess. mean, they're in they're they're still in it, right? The, yeah. The protests in North Korea are. Hard to follow because most people are uh, scrabbling for food. Yeah. <laughs> they're mostly dying of starvation. So they don't have a lot of time for protesting. Yeah, And um,
1: and they're also like, they imprison generations of people there. So like, right. if your grandfather did something, you know, f Right, up, they take the whole clan. Yeah, they're going to take his kids and his grandkids right. and put them in prison. So yeah. it's like, you don't even remember the guy that was... Against the oppression, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, like, right.
0: That's just so sad.
1: Yeah. But anyway, they have nuclear weapons. Who else? There's like one. There's like nine countries total that have
0: nukes. Okay. And um, so, but okay. So when um, they store the 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 warhead somewhere safe yes they take the chassis essentially yeah, here exactly they drop it in the hole and then they rebuild it and then they put a dummy nuke a, a dummy thing on it they shoot the whole thing off into the world yep and then and then they have to rebuild one for the real nuke yeah and they're but, like yeah They're like, okay, that worked. Let's make another one of those and go take it back to Nebraska, stick it in the hole, and then put the warhead back on it.
1: Yeah, I think they already have one built that's sort of like waiting somewhere. Okay, maybe uh, maybe it's in Stratcom in Nebraska. I don't know where they're. Maybe it's in Cheyenne Mountain. I doubt it. Right,
0: but they. But the thing is, is so they they might have they might have built two, one to test to make sure it really worked, yeah, and then the other one to tweak if there was some sort of problem with it. So that's what they're doing every three months. Yeah,
1: but it's kind of cool, because the downstage of the Minuteman, it doesn't go orbital. The Peacekeeper one, there used to be a Peacekeeper squadron at our base. They stood down in 2005. And the difference uh, between the, the Minuteman and the Peacekeeper, that's important, is that Peacekeeper could hold 10 warheads, and Minuteman could only hold three warheads. And these are both rockets?
0: Yes, Uh, the Minuteman is a rocket. It's a rocket.
1: Okay. The downstage is called Minuteman Three. Is the one we've we've used the same since like the '60s. They had Minuteman One, Minuteman Two, and then Minuteman Three came out at the end of the '60s. And the advantage is they have solid fuel as opposed to liquid fuel. Okay. So like there was an accident back in the '60s, most people know about, where a guy dropped a wrench Mm -hmm. and the whole thing exploded, killed him, killed the whole crew. Oh my gosh. In the '60s, but they were using liquid fueled jet um, fuel, like um, liquid. I don't know if it's jet fuel or if they have... They have two fuels, basically, is what happens. And then when it ignites, yeah the chambers are allowed to mix. Okay. And the subsequent uh, chemical reaction is yeah. what drives the missile out of the hole. Oh. Right. So you have two liquids. So okay. he pierced one of them and... With the wrench accidentally. Yes. And it like... I think it's exposure to oxygen maybe has okay. started the accident. Or maybe there was a spark... Something, something like happened. that as the wrench was falling. Yeah. Um, but nowadays the way the Miniman three works is that it's solid fueled. So if you think of like a tall Pringles canister. Yep. The part clinging to the walls is the fuel, solid fuel. And then they oh. fire up the middle, and it burns from the inside out, and that's how it gets off the ground. Oh, because the the
0: the stages. What are they? What's it called again? Well, it's like a downstage. Downstage. Yeah. Okay, so that stays in the hole. Mm-mm. It comes up with the it. The whole
1: thing. There's set, There's like t- multiple stages. It's like a rocket. Going that, to the moon where right. it just kind of falls off, falls or off, and it keeps going? It's more like a, a rocket that would launch a satellite, direct TV satellite into space. Okay, It's like that size, right? It's okay. not very big. Okay. Um, and I don't think it can go orbital. They could probably adjust it okay. to make yeah. it go orbital, which basically just means it has enough thrust to leave the Earth's atmosphere and get into low Earth orbit, Okay, which is... Seventeen thousand five hundred miles per hour to wow. get into low Earth orbit.
0: How so. far? So if it shoots off from Wyoming, where can it hit? Can it hit anywhere on the Earth? Well, I, I should have
1: brought a globe. But if you think about a circle, yeah, and we're here, mm-hmm. and Russia's here, yeah, the fastest way around is not this way, right? Right. The fastest way is over the pole,
0: yeah. So, poor Canada. <laughs> oh, so it's just, we just go over Canada and then drop it that way. Yeah. And, but it's, it's, and it's suborbital. It's not, we're not sending it, it into space sub- and exactly. then we're sending it back down from space, like some sort yeah. of it's a big Avengers arc. movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: It's a big arc. Um, and the way it works is, like, there's several stages of the rocket. Mm-hmm. And just like when you see the space shuttle and, they're like, that first stage just falls off into yeah. the ground, that's what would happen. So Canada would be littered with these first stages that just <laughs> fell down as it was heading over. And then it's got, uh, it's got a computer, and that computer is the coordinates. Okay. It also contains um, the gyroscope. So they do not use targeting information from computers. They use it from an old 60s gyroscope. It's a mechanical... What the hell is a gyroscope? It's a mechanic... It's like gimbal... Nope. Uh, Nope. Okay. Uh, Uh,
0: Is it round?
1: It's (laughs) sort of like if you had like a thing inside of a thing. Okay. And then one side always knows where north is. Okay. Like a compass? Yeah. Let me see. I can look it up real quick. But um, basically it's like... So you don't have a... A launch... Will not be impacted by a computer failure once it's off the ground. Okay, it'll still be accurately targeted, and because it requires a chemical reaction to start a nuclear reaction, yeah, that chemical reaction is the last thing that happens, so that it's not going to explode in the hole or over the United States. Okay, it will only explode at like as it's entering,
0: re-entering, low uh, to like, the to the surface, to the place. So the yeah. way it works is the the stage, the, the rocket itself sends it off into the sky. It goes over Canada parts fall off. Yeah. As it, as it, as more chemical or, or as more, more oomph. Oomph. (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: the thing is, is like your, your requirement
1: for thrust goes down the higher you are. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, and it's not that there's less gravity Mm -hmm. It's that there's less air
0: friction. Okay, cuz it's thinner. Right. Right. Okay, so so as it as it travels and parts are falling off, mm-hmm. the things that are staying on are the things that will create the chemical reaction of f- infusion mm-hmm. and then which will create in a, in effect the f- fission. Yeah, I mean that's a it's pretty simplified and I'm not even sure that I
1: fully understand it. Right. It's one of these things I actually tried to call my dad cuz he's a phys- like he was a physicist, so mm-hmm. he understands all this stuff. Um, but he never called me back. So <laughs> uh, whatever dad. He's retired too. It's like you have all day. Right. You got a lot of time. I texted to do three times. Right. I don't know, whatever. But um, yeah, so so basically, yeah, and you have the computer, the warhead sits on top of the computer, and then there's a second stage. That second stage also has a rocket in it. Okay. And that is what is the first stage is just to get it out of the hole and off the ground. Okay. Once it's flying up through the air, it's it's using the computer with mm-hmm. the court targets. It's using that gyroscope, right, to then angle the rockets to make sure that the warhead is going into the right direction. Okay. And when it used to be multiple warhead, warheads, um, they don't. There's a treaty that was signed, and we had to take them all down to single warheads. Okay. But when there are multiple warheads, then you could. That's where the gimbal comes in, and you can arc. A second or third nuclear weapon, right? So basically, you could have a line of cities and bomb them all with one missile. Oh wow! As long as they're all like in that range, right?
0: As long as you could keep it going. So it's now. uh, (laughs) I don't know things, so it's it's. I don't uh, know a lot of things either. So it's uh, each of these different stages is essentially another rocket, yes, or it's another engine. It's another so, engine. That's An a good engine way to think burns about it. off mm-hmm. and falls. Mm-hmm. The the next engine or rocket fires up and goes, no, no, we're still moving. Yep. And then it burns out and falls off. Yeah. Or and to it as long as you need it to go until you get to the place where you wish to bomb. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right.
1: So um and that's the way all like all rockets launched from Earth. That's basically. how they all
0: work. That's how they all work. That makes that makes perfect sense. Yeah. There's like a Because you're like because you're like, yeah. why is it so long? And what happens to the bottom one when you're going to the moon? You're like, no, no, it's just, we're just using the bottom one. And now yeah. it's done. Now we're using the yeah. middle one. Yeah. Oh, and now the middle one's done. Now we're using the, and then now yeah. we're at the moon. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Okay. And, and once you get out, like when you see them, uh, like satellites get launched into space all the time. And I right. have friends who went and did satellite training. And basically uh, you have... Big gigantic things to get you off the ground, but once you're in orbit, yeah. tiny little rockets.
0: Well, just to adjust, just to,
1: just to adjust trajectory, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Because even though gravity is only one percent less at like where the Mir space station is, yeah. your your velocity, like there's no there's no air, right? So it, your speed is there's so no, much no faster resistance, you, right? There's no resistance, and you don't need big rockets to then keep you on course. Okay, uh, here's the Wikipedia uh, <laughs> definition, definition of gyroscope. Of, oh, good. Yes. From the ancient Greek, to look, (laughs) I don't know, it's in Greek, Uh, is a device used for measuring or maintaining orientation and angular velocity. It is a spinning wheel or disc in which the axis of rotation, spin axis, is free to assume any orientation by itself. Okay. (laughs) So So here's a picture of it,
0: if you want to try to... Oh, right, right. Okay. So that's, I I have seen gyroscopes before, so it's a device used to measure and maintain orientation an angular velocity. So essentially you use it with a compass, perhaps you use it with the
1: targeting computer. Okay. So there's a targeting computer that tells you like where in the world this is supposed to go. Like, like this is the thing that keeps it on target. Okay.
0: Because as far as I, as far as, as far as 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 I remember.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I've never
0: seen one of these in real life. Do you realize we're almost at an hour?
1: Oh my God. Really?
0: Yeah. What did you want to, what did you want to talk about? I didn't even talk
1: about like all my, uh, you, well, I don't, do you have questions about uh, what it's like to experience it, or what it's like to experience what uh, experience alert
0: or, or or the or so, training or, or? Well, the thing is, is I wanted uh, what I've learned from this hour is how rockets work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Robert Goddard, you should look him up, man. He's the father of modern
0: rocketry. All right. Well, I've heard of him, and um, it's but, more than most people. Well, and it's uh, but the... so. You did that for six years. Like five, five and a half. Five years, yeah. yeah five I was years.
1: actually on duty for four years as a missileer And then I did a year of training. Right. Which was, they. this is what they do when you, they bring you into nuke training. Uh, you sit down on your first day and they bring in a judge advocate general, who's a lawyer. Okay. And they bring in a priest. Uh-huh. And they sit down with you and they tell you, uh, we talk about nuclear weapons and like the ethics. Okay. Of nuclear weapons. And then, and then at the end of it, they say, all right, now sign this piece of paper saying that you'll launch or we'll kick you out of the Air Force. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, those are your two choices yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. There was one guy that decided he didn't want – he was like, I'm not going to launch a nuclear weapon, and they didn't kick him out, and it was because he had a PhD in psychology. Okay. And so he went off to be an Air Force
0: psychologist,
1: which I right. think was his plan the whole time.
0: Right Well, and the thing is is, and, and they didn't ask you if you wanted to be in nukes, right? Because no, you they wanted did not. to be anything else, anything but anything
1: else. I wanted to work with enlisted people, Yeah, and I wanted to travel. Yeah. And I got an all-officer career field, I just traveled to Nebraska. Right, this <laughs> is oh terrible. Yeah, so people are like, "Why'd you get out?" I'm like, "Cause it was terrible. Every day was windy and terrible." Uh, right, right. The wind is, yeah. is
0: ri- ridiculous in
1: the yeah. plains. And I like action. I want to do things. Right. And just keeping me underground, staring at a computer screen was a complete waste of my personality and
0: abilities. Right, right. That yeah. <laughs> exactly. Leah Mansfield, you guys, she's a dynamite, and uh, <laughs> she's a she's a real pistol. <laughs> Uh, But
1: I was like the funniest officer and I was always making people laugh. And I was just like, I just don't think I can do this for
0: a lifetime. Right, right. It was, uh, you would have been willing to if they would have given you anything. 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 That's so weird that they, that they were like, no, this is the specific thing I did not want to do. Yeah.
1: They could have stuck me in an AWACS plane, just flying around storms and I would have been happier. Right. And I don't even like flying. I mean, I did then, but I
0: don't know. Right. I'm too old now. Well, uh, flying is flying is flying. It's fine. It's just like driving a car. It can be fun. It can also be incredibly tedious. So
1: I just I just know people now.
0: Oh, you You know, you just
1: you've met people and you're like, (laughs) how is it that all these years that people have been checking the screws on this wing? Yeah. One person was going through a divorce and missed one. And then that one gets loose, and then seven years later, I'm on the flight, and the plane—I re- don't know—that's what I think.
0: Interesting. About. That is something that's... to think about. But and yet, you still you drive your car, and you don't have any sort of—that's true. I have to. Exp- I I I I'm not here to tell you statistics, but uh, <laughs> but I will say that uh, here's what I like about flying. Uh, it gets me there faster than driving. <laughs> and that's uh, the main draw. <laughs> that is sure. the entire draw of me getting in an airplane. So, um, but. Here's what people should know about Leah Mansfield: is that she does stand up <laughs> comedy. We've barely scratched the surface of what it's all. You got medals. You, I got. You got meta- you, oh yeah, you got I a flight suit. You got, got a cool bomber suit. jacket.
1: Yes, I got this. I was on the base honor guards, which means I had to do a lot of funerals. Aww. For young airmen who killed themselves. Oh my god. Mostly drinking and driving. Okay. That's like I was like only one guy put the gun suicide? in his mouth, okay. and he was at work, dude. He was out. He, was, he like killed himself on top of a nuclear weapon.
0: <laughs> I'm serious. They <laughs> had to come and get his body up. of Yeah, the I'm, li- I'm glad you got out.
1: It sounds boring. It's very boring. Uh, this right. is the pocket rocket. That's what it's called. This is a nuclear weapons badge. Oh, that was that the you badge. You get when you complete training, yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. And this is the badge for my squadron. We're the Screaming Eagles.
0: Screaming Eagles. Yeah, these are my note cards. Did you get a hat? Right?
1: Yeah, uh, this is. Oh, that's shit. your
0: hat? My that's hat. your Air Force hat? Yeah. See? It's a cap. Oh, it's like a little cap thing. It's a little cap. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm uh Yep.
1: Yeah, so that's that's what I did. I uh, waited to launch nuclear weapons. Then I got out and I started stand up comedy.
0: Right. And yeah. now you do stand up comedy and you'll be at Flappers. You do that show at Flappers called the Bootlegger something? Com- yeah, it's
1: like the Bootlegger
0: Comedy, comedy Hour show. or yeah, something know. like that.
1: They do like 50 shows a week. And I think they just, at some point, they must just go through the dictionary and be like, there's a word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, they <laughs> picked the word? I um... didn't pick the word. No, I did not. Well, it's uh, you would have picked something possibly to do with heroin. Yeah. And so when we think about the, the nuclear heroin, winter yeah. and, <laughs> and Leah Mansfield. Uh it's okay, but find her online and uh thanks for doing the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is fun and I, I love talking about myself. So. <laughs> it's great. And you know the rules out there, Rangers, take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around. My hat my hat, my hat, my hat. Well what do you think of that?